uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to a new podcast series from UC Today. This podcast is going to be the Out Loud Microsoft Monthly. With all the mystery surrounding Microsoft and their various platforms, we thought it would be a great idea to get you some insider information on what's going on each month with news, updates and any generally interesting gossip. I will have a chat every month with Microsoft guru Tom Arbuthnot, who is Solutions Architect at Modality Systems, but generally has his finger on the pulse for all things Microsoft. We'll focus on Microsoft's collaboration platforms, Skype for Business and Teams, but also bring you any other relevant news. Have a listen. So Tom, this is going to be a regular slot on the Out Loud podcast, where we run through Microsoft Teams and Skype for Business updates and news and all that's going on in the world of Microsoft collaboration platforms. Yeah, which turns out to be quite a lot every month at the moment. So that's a good a good cadence for us to catch up, I think. Excellent. So I wanted to check with you if you could give us a brief background on the two platforms. Yeah, sure. So um, Skype for Business uh, is, is a very well-known brand in the unified communication space now. Uh, it came from Microsoft. It's had, as a product, it's had a rebrand about once every two or three years. So uh, there's a sort of a running joke around that. It used to be Office Communication Server, then it was Link Server, and then Microsoft bought Skype Consumer, um, and so rebranded their business product, Skype for Business. So it has quite a long heritage in, in enterprise communications. Um, and there How is long a, has it been around? Because I can remember Link, but I, I don't remember Office Communication. Yeah, like a, like, like, like a long time. You test me on the date, but I started in it in OCS when it was 2010. Um, previous to that, I was working on Cisco stuff. So at least in its current inclination of kind of OCS, Link, Skype for Business, we're into seven years of it being a serious kind of enterprise communications platform it goes back even further into kind of being just a messaging and phone pickup product uh, back to the exchange product team originally so it's quite a while then yeah and 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 it's there's, there's been a server product forever so in addition you deploy as a customer in your own data center um and and more recently as in the last few years there's been an online version so microsoft run it for you their Office 365 cloud. Got you. And what about Teams in terms of a historical background? Yeah, so, so Teams is, is relatively the new kid on the block, although we're kind of a, a couple of years into the story from first development already, um, some of that stuff being internal to Microsoft. And Teams is really Microsoft saying, if we take everything we know now about cloud scale and new development methodologies and what enterprises and people want to do in you know kind of in the 21st century and forward for communications how would we architect a a communications and collaboration platform Um, and that and collaboration is important so so skype is solidly what we would call unified communications It's, it's voice video instant messaging conferencing um, teams is 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 aspirationally all of that and document collaboration persistent chats and even bots and ai and kind of third party integration so it is a superset of what skype for business is but it's also a different way of working it's this new work out loud working chat groups collaborate on documents in real time type approach 
So that is the, that's the main differentiator between the two. I know that you are incredibly well informed from a Microsoft perspective with your feelers across the Microsoft world. What, what's the latest news in both Skype and Teams? Yeah, um, yeah, I try and stay on top of it. So I'm fortunate. Um, my my full time job is kind of product management and strategy around things in this modality system. So uh, yeah, I have a I have a finger on it certainly. The, the, you need a few Skype, fingers on it, I think, is probably the case. Yeah, yeah, I try to be. Yeah. It's a, a bit too much sometimes, but uh, you know, it's all fun and games. Well, that's um, why we got you here because I have no comprehension of what's going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, we can sort that out. I'm pretty sure. So. Um, the Skype side, I mean, everything, the, the, the new cycle and the Microsoft promotional cycle is absolutely dominated by Teams. Like, that is their new, what they would call hero experience. That's getting lost in the new development. Um, so, so a lot of the focus is on that. But the Skype for business side hasn't disappeared. Nothing is, is end of life or finished. It's just kind of ticking along relative to the pace of Teams. So on the Skype for business side, um, there was some news dropped last week that the newer version of Skype Business Server, which comes out, is, is called Skype Business Server 2019, but actually will will be available at the tail end of 2018 calendar year, will have a role called Standard Edition. Um, that's a bit inside a baseball, but what Standard Edition is, is a smaller version of Server for smaller number of users. So at Ignite last year, which is the big Microsoft show, Microsoft kind of positioned Skype Business Server is more for high-end enterprise. Therefore, we're only going to release an enterprise edition, a big 10,000-user kind of version of it. And, and if you're smaller, by all means, you can use that, but we think that you'll be using the cloud. Um, they, they since have said, we've heard back from customers. Lots of people still want to run Skype Business Server Standard Edition, uh, which scales up to about 5,000 users, but, but is usually used at kind of the, the tail end of the the hundreds of thousands so we're going to keep that in the product so lots of lots of kind of uh, opinion on the internet and on twitter around that generally seems as a good thing that that microsoft are supporting their existing customers who use that standard edition server got you and is that going to be a general focus going forward that microsoft are going to i suppose they've readjusted that in terms of aligning skype towards more the enterprise and then it's available through 365 anyway, isn't it, as a, as a package for small Yeah, they're, they're certainly getting like less forgiving on enterprise around if you want to do this yourselves, that's great, we have a product for it, but you'll have to run your own servers and you'll have to do your own patching and, and you'll have to know what you're doing or work with a partner who knows what they're doing. Like You, you see this across the board, like the, the, the server patches come out with like slightly less hand-holding and slightly less documentation than they used to. You have to be slightly more on top of running your own servers. Um, and, and if you're, as a customer, if you say this is quite hard, Microsoft's answer is always, well, we do run this in the cloud for you if you can't hack running your own stuff, like come and buy as a service. We think that's the better, more secure way to do it. So, so that's a trend not just across Skype for Business, but across all of Microsoft's products. Yeah. Like, absolutely, you need to be on-prem for security, for compliance, for call recording, for whatever it may be. Um, but know that if your if your business requirements that, be ready to run servers and know how to run them. Yeah, and I suppose put, put pushing or directing people towards that consumption model is the is the 
the ongoing flavour of the month for everyone. So uh, absolutely, and it's across all vendors and across the entire market. It's not just Microsoft. You know, Cisco with Spark and, and, and their online services are saying the same thing, and even the, you know, the the other players all have cloud services as well, and that's their default position. So it's not just Microsoft that believe cloud is the, is the right answer in a lot of cases. It's the whole industry at the moment, really. So what about the new kid on the block in terms of Teams? What's the news there? Yeah, so Teams, uh, there's, there's been a massive drop of features. Um, so Teams is built for cloud first, and, and what that means is they can iterate on the features very quickly, and Microsoft control both the service and the clients. They auto-update the clients. So they're able to add features at a way faster pace than they would in a traditional server client model where the customer had to patch the server, customer had to patch the clients, and often that wasn't very fast in enterprise. So we've just seen a, a raft of new features drop. Some of them are around um, things like bots and, and shortcut commands. So very much similar to Slack world, you can at mention a bot and get it to do something. You can do a slash command and say slash mark me as busy, slash go to this file, slash mention this person. Um, it, 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 it's the sort of the techie, techie end of the scale of these type of tooling, but it's something that's very popular in the Slack world. So from a competitive point of view, it's good to have it in, in the Microsoft stack. Um, yeah, got you. Well, yeah, so I, I wasn't aware of any of these, but I suppose they're all sort of shortcut efficiency savings, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. So, for example, um, if you use Teams and you use Trello, so you have a Trello board with your tasks on, you can now kind of at mention Trello and bring a card right into the chat, whereas previously you would have to go and direct somebody to go to Trello. So it's kind of trying to bring that experience, that deep embedded uh, contextual communications directly into the chat, which is quite nice. And are they developing anything else? I mean, I'm assuming they're developing lots of stuff at the moment, but what's the the next wave of changes? Yeah, I mean, the big, the, the, the big, big next step, the roadmap is public and you can go and have a look at it, um, is really uh, being able to bring your own telephony to Teams. So today in Skype for Business Online, the cloud service, you can bring your own phone numbers so you can work with bt or at&t or any old carrier connect that to the cloud run your service in the cloud and have your numbers break out to your local carrier today in teams you can make phone calls in and out of teams but only if you buy your phone service from microsoft so so in terms of the roadmap there's, there's lots of little incremental features coming that will add value but the next big unblocker for enterprise customers is being able to connect your own telephony service globally to Teams and, and bring your own telephony because that means you can go outside the 10 countries that Microsoft provide phone services to pretty much anywhere in the world, bring your own phone numbers in and are using Teams as a phone as well as a collaboration platform. So will they, in terms of opening that up to third-party applications, will that be open to all platforms or will there be a, a sort of limited list? How, how will that work with Microsoft? Yeah, good, good question. So, so it's a certification process. So um, there's, there's two uh, certification or, sorry, certified providers for Microsoft for session border controllers, which are boxes that connect to Microsoft's cloud. And those are Ribbon, who um, just, just recently rebranded from Sonos, so the audience might be more familiar with the name Sonos, um, and Audio Codes. Both, both those providers will have Microsoft certified, i.e. guaranteed to work, tested with Microsoft 
gateways or session border controllers that connect between your existing PBX and Microsoft's team cloud service. Got you. Okay. And uh, we're going to do this podcast regularly, once a month, to give updates on on Teams and, and Skype for Business. What are you expecting over the next month in terms of anything? Are there any releases planned? Yeah, it, it, with Teams, there's certainly going to be a, a lot coming. It's like the roadmap is very, very uh, public and very, very agile. So they have a public user voice, they have a public roadmap, and we see features drop all the time. You know, sometimes very small features, for example, uh, in the pop-up toast being able to directly reply to a conversation. like That's not a groundbreaking feature, but we just see lots and lots of incremental features coming, so I'm sure we'll see some of that. But broadly, over the next few months, it's a very interesting time. We've got, we're lining up for this new Skype business server, so that's going to be a thing. We're, we're lining up for teams and, and bring your own voice and more interrupt with Skype business, and Skype business online continues to get some, some small features. Some, something that I'm keeping my eye on that we'll be able to talk about more next month specifically is Skype for Business Online is getting common area phones. So that is the ability to have a Skype for Business Online phone that's dedicated to, say, a meeting room or a lab in a, in a forensics-type scenario. It's not a user. It's just a common phone. That's been on Skype Business Server for forever, but it hasn't yet been online. So we've seen some preview details of that that I stuck on my blog, but that should be coming um, apparently in March. So hopefully by next month's podcast, we'll be able to dive into that a little bit more. Oh, brilliant. So we'll get an update on that. Uh, you touched on your blog there. Tom, where is the... Where are the best places for the listeners to keep up with you on your blog, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever that might be? Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, the, the the blog is kind of a, the home for content. So TomTalks.blog, everything gets posted there, and I do a weekly email every Tuesday that gives an update of everything that's going on. Um, so if you're really into this and you want to keep up to date, that's a great place to go. I'm also fairly active on Twitter and LinkedIn. Loads of things are going on LinkedIn at the moment, like loads of engagement, loads of conversation. So, um, yeah, find me, Tom Arathna, on, on LinkedIn or Twitter, um, and tomtalks.blog if you want to get into the specific news and, and the nitty gritty. Excellent. Well, thanks for your time, Tom, and we will catch up again next month. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, Patrick. Well, that was the first of our Microsoft monthly updates on Outloud. Thanks to Tom and look forward to speaking to him again next month for another update. If you have any Microsoft-related questions for Tom or me, not that you would help for me, get in touch on LinkedIn or Twitter at UC Today News. But you can also find loads more Microsoft articles on our website at uctoday.com. We'll upload the next Microsoft monthly update at the start of April and you can access the podcast either on our website or subscribe directly through Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.